Go talk about the NBA. I love it. Playoffs, man. It's fantastic. The NBA, it's fantastic. They should use that in a marketing slogan. Uh, Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. The NBA guru. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. How you doing? I, I love the way you said that as if it hadn't been done before. That's beautiful. Isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. That was, that was, that was low-key beautiful. Yeah. That, I had to laugh out loud at that one. The NBA is fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Remember that? They do, they do the little shots to the fans. Like, and then the, know, like Larry Bird will be going, the NBA is fantastic. Yo, man, you making me have flashbacks to like Hot Rod Huntley. <laughs> Hot Rod Huntley, one of the voice of the Utah Jazz, one of the great man, play-by-play guys man. ever. Man, man, he was he, every time he did national, it was amazing. So yeah, yeah, there's been some legendary, legendary oh play-by-play guys. Yeah, I'm yeah. digging, I'm digging the NBA playoffs. Before we get to some of the matchups and you know the injuries and the effect here on just this opening round, it's been fabulous. I was thinking about after all the Draymond controversy the last 24 hours, which we'll talk about that in a moment. But I like that concept. I don't mean to cut you off, but the, but the thought of him coming yes. to Detroit. Yeah, I, I love, love, love that thought. Uh, his contract's up. It's going to be interesting to see if Golden State resigns him, if, you know, especially if they don't win. Even if they do win, I think either, either way, um, I, I think there's going to be a deep discussion, and for him to end up with the Pistons would be good. The only problem I have with that is, it's great for us, and it's probably great for the team. It might be hell for the coaches. <laughs> you know, think about it. Huge, if you were the coach of the Pistons, you know, with a young team, and you're bringing Draymond in to be sort of a voice, if he is, and I don't want to say this the wrong way because I'm a huge fan of him, but if he is an uncontrolled voice on a championship team, what is he going to be on a team that is looking to him to be that voice with that type of authority? Who's going to check him? And, you know, I think there will be times where he will override the coaching staff over the course of 82 or 164, you know, one or two seasons. That's going to wear thin. And I don't know if you want to be the coach for that. Because what can you tell him? Because you, you brought him here to do him. Yeah, I've, yeah, and I, and I get that, but it, when you look at the Pistons right now, they don't have any personalities that would stand up to a coach, and that could be part of the problem as well. And maybe Casey was kind of low-key, and they kind of fit the coach's uh, motif. But, you know, Draymond would have to assume this role of being a leader, so I wonder, not that it calms him down, but do, does he adjust knowing that he's the leader now of the Pistons? He's the guy that that entire locker room – fan base, coaching staff, and organization is looking at and looking to. I'm with you. and I, You know, once again, I'm I'm one of the biggest Draymond fans ever. But I do acknowledge his flaws, you know, and, 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 and what comes with that. My thing is that you bring him in to be a leader, but Draymond's problem is that he leads with his emotions. And he hasn't found a way to control those emotions, especially in times when you need, when he's needed. And I'm just saying, if he can't stay on the court and if he can't be emotionally controlled on a championship team, you know what I'm saying? He's one of the leaders on it. He's not the leader. He's one of the leaders on the team. I'm telling you, you're bringing him to Detroit to be the leader, to be the voice, and he leads with his emotions. How is that going to – I'm just saying, if you were the coach, knowing what you know right now, 
how long would you want to put up with that? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I'm saying from a coaching standpoint, you know what? Outside of calling plays, who's going to run the squad? Yeah, because I, I, I look at where the Pistons are and – how much longer can you say, okay, hey, we're going to have a top three pick. We're going to have a top four pick. Uh, we're stockpiling. Look, we got Kate Cunningham. We got Ivy Duran was one heck of a, a draft pick, uh, the big man in the middle. Uh, you need veterans. Uh, that's what's missing. Know, wait, wait, wait. I don't mean to cut you off, but you know what? You say, how long can you do that? Let's look at Oklahoma City. Good point. And Cleveland, too. Right. And Cleveland, but they went out, you know, getting Mitchell kind of changed things. Right? Even though they, they started that before Mitchell got there. But I'm just talking about, you said, how long can you do that? And I'm saying, right now, look at Oklahoma City. And that's without their number one pick from last year. So it can't be done. You know what I'm saying? It's not how long you can do You have to make it work. You have to find a way to make it work. And they've done it without getting the Draymond Green to come in there so far. But they are so poised. They understand it's a personnel that they got, and their coaching staff has really got these young kids playing much more mature than we'd expect them to be, and it's resulting in wins because of their confidence and understanding and what they've been able to build at as a family and as a bond within their organization. Now, Sam Presley may have something to do with it. I'm not sure. It may just be the organization. Again, I'm not sure, but when you say how long can you keep doing it, I'm saying it can't be done, but it has to be done right without having to get a leader to go out and make it happen immediately because we have an example staring us right in the face right now. And I look at Oklahoma City, and I agree with you, and even Orlando and the way they're going young and they're kind of expediting things. But the question is, what's the end result? What do you want, Scoop, if you're the Pistons, if you're OKC, if you're Orlando? Yeah, you just don't want to get back to the playoffs. That that doesn't no. that doesn't lock in your fans. You have no. to you have to go have deep playoff runs. You have to beat the big boys in the NBA. And I think to do that, you know, even though like you could see, you know, uh, Lakers looked tired last night. And we'll get to that in a moment. And Draymond, Steph, and Clay, and you got the transition with the young guys led by uh, Poole. Uh, you know, they were young, uh, and they just all splashed at the same time. So. You know, I think a lot of people see that and you say, okay, we got to the playoffs, we got to the play-in tournament. I mean, I'm looking at the Pistons saying, how do you go contend for the Eastern Conference? That's how I look at them. And, and how long? It's contradictory, it's contradictory as it sounds. What we're talking about is at least a big step or step one in that direction, getting a Draymond Green. That's my point. Yeah, No, I, I get it. I'm just asking from a coaching standpoint. That's all. Yeah, I, I don't know who like the guy is. I, I just think we look at it from a player standpoint, but I'm like, from a coach standpoint, will that work? Now, here's the thing, and I think step two in that is once you get Draymond and everything's established, see where you are going into that next season or midway through this season as the trading deadline holds up and see if there's some player, and this may sound crazy, on the Mikael Bridges ladder that you could try to get that has an expiring contract and get in there and then you take off. You see what you could do for the last 25 games and hopefully you get a leg up on trying to keep that and you build from there. But I think Draymond is important because some, somebody has to set the tone. See, Draymond could come back a uh, champion uh, in his run at Saginaw High on the east side of the state for our listeners on 100.9 FM. We're heard there. What he did at Michigan State with the connection to Izzo, the Spartan fan base, which is you know, Detroit pretty much is a Michigan State, Michigan split, you know, six million uh, 
urban metro area, and you look at you're looking for not a savior, but it's a guy that is the cornerstone move to bring the Pistons back and your dream on and you wrap up your career with the Pistons and you're already a legend with the Golden State fans and you're a living legend in your home state. I love it. It's all fits good on paper, but I'm trying to deal with the reality is that he is, he's not a savior, but he could be as crazy as it sounds. The stabilizer that you need is just a matter of him trying to pull back leading all the time with his emotions or leading with his emotions, but having him in a situation where he can control his emotions because I think it works fine with Golden State because they're all who they are and they're all veterans and they're all looking at each other as equal. But as young individuals, you can't have him come in there and set the tone and stabilize things and then go off the rails and expect them not to do the same thing. Uh, Scoop, hold on one second. Uh, Superfly will call you right back. Uh, We got the white noise phone issue that pops up every once in a while. Uh, Scoop Jackson, by the way, from ESPNChicago.com. He is one of our NBA insiders joining us here on the HUGE show across Michigan. I did throw out our Bush Light HUGE question of the day. Are you in favor of the Pistons offering Draymond a big deal to finish his career in the Motor City? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank Listener line. Sorry about that, Scoop. We're you know no, no, we have fine. ongoing we have ongoing work with the phone system that gets squirrely once in a while. Who, who is the type of coach then? So the Pistons are looking for a coach. They're, Troy Weaver is going through the process right now. Gore's the owner in the front office. Who, who's the type of coach that's available? That's out there. Either former head coach, current assistant. Yeah. You think could be the guy to help the Pistons well, uh, get back to the playoffs, and also a guy that could handle a personality like Draymond Green. So we're doing this, we're trying to select a coach with Draymond in mind and coming back to Detroit, right? right. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay, then it would have to be somebody that Draymond has great respect for, that he's in lockstep with and understanding that they're trying to build this together. It's very, the example I give you is very much the way Kawhi Leonard and Nick Nurse connected with each other when they were in Toronto. It was Nick Nurse's first time really taking helms of, of an organization. And But Nick Nurse and Kawhi understood what they were both there for. So they connected with each other. All right, you know, this is what we're trying to do. We don't know how long it's going to last. Let's go. You know, and, and they served each other well, and their personalities kind of served each other well. I'm saying the same type of connection needs to be made with Draymond. So I don't know who the coach is right off the top of my head. Um, I'd have to think about it. But if there's a coach out there that Draymond has, like, crazy respect for, and I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think. You know that need. Like, say it's a. Um, uh, uh, oh God, um, I can't think. Uh, who was my man that just got fired from um, Atlanta? Nate. Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan. Yeah, because okay. Quinn Snyder I, came I, I into say, Atlanta, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's say Nate McMillan gets hired, but he and Draymond, are, are, they're cool. You know what I'm saying? They have a history and they understand each other. And Draymond is a big fan of Nate, and he wants to see Nate do well. So he knows what this means if Detroit gives Nate another chance. It's like, man, you've been let go in the middle of the season a couple of times. Indiana gave up on you. Atlanta just gave up on you. I think you watched it or something like whatever. Whatever Nate's history is, it seems like teams give up on him. And if Draymond has empathy for that, I'm like, okay, 
They're bringing me in. They're bringing you in. You and I are going to try to do the same thing. I got rings. We're trying to get you a ring, but we're also trying to resurrect, once again, your reputation. You know, like they said, Mike Brown couldn't win a championship without LeBron James, and, you know, that's the only reason he was a good coach and all this, that, and the other. And, you know, he couldn't get another coaching job, even though, he, you know, he, he, got, you know, he didn't get the shots that he should have deserved. He should have been assistant coach. But finally, Mike Brown came around and somebody believed in him. So somebody, like the Pistons, believed in Nate McMillan. And he had somebody like, like Draymond Green said, yeah, I believe in you too. We're going to do this together. Then something like that will work. Because it wouldn't be Draymond just being Draymond. It would be Draymond being Draymond for the bigger picture of somebody else. I agree. It's not just about him. That's yeah. the type of coach you would have to find. Amen. I'm not saying they said I'm just using him off the top of my head. No, I'm with you. Scoop Jackson, ESPN Chicago. Dot com NBA insider. Before I let you go, Scoop, uh, who's your pick right now out of all the teams you've seen in the Eastern and Western Conference here uh, in the playoffs? Uh, who's at the top of your list in the East and the West to advance to the NBA Finals? I'll be, I'll be like putting an asterisk on it for health. Like who's going to be the healthiest? Well, yeah, whoever. Well, that's just based on injuries, how they're playing, what whatever's going on. You know, you got Draymond, you got the suspension. You you just yeah. tell me everything across the board. Who do you think is the best right now in the East and the West? I think that I'll put my money probably on the Clippers. Got the Paul George is going to come back after this series, and I think Kawhi maybe good enough and driven enough and the team may be strong enough and deep enough, especially with Russ, to hold off what's going, you know, what, what they have up against them. And in the East, it's going to be hard to go up against Milwaukee. It really is. Because I, I don't know how severe Giannis's back situation is, but even at 60%, it's going to be hard to go against them. So right now, that's who I have right now. Yeah, Milwaukee convinced me uh, with dealing with what – you know, Giannis has and how good they looked last night. They they showed me something. They're, they're, the, the, the Nuggets go cold too often for my liking. Yeah. I know they'll pile up a lot of points, but, man, yep. crunch time when things get tight a little bit, there's just something pulsing about the Nuggets that I can't buy. And I do love what Sacramento is doing because we haven't seen them do well for a long time. But, yeah, I agree with you. Clippers, Suns too, uh, you know, depending on – you know, health yeah, yeah. and, and, and Booker and Durant, uh, it's a great playoff setup right now. And, and Boston, we're not talking Boston and their experience um, and their hunger. I think Boston's peak. I really do think Boston's peak. Oh, wow. I think Boston's peak. I think, well, I'll put it, when I say peak, I'm saying that I think that if they have to go up against the Milwaukee, that that's, they've reached their peak. I, don't, I can't see them healthy beating Milwaukee. I, I just can't do it. If, if Milwaukee's healthy. All right, Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. Dude, every time we get together, man, we like kill 15, 20 minutes. It seems like it was two minutes of conversation. Uh, we'll reconnect here during the playoffs, okay? All right, I think it's Scoop. Was it the white noise? We're trying to confirm through Tim Fagg and iHeartWest Michigan and Dave Taft, who heads up operations and programming. They're thinking that we're having close encounters with aliens through our phone system.